Greetings to you, beloved friends, my brothers and sisters in Christ. This is the day that the Spirit came down, and we call it Pentecost Sunday, as we gather this day to come and worship God. And I welcome you, my friends, to this place of worship. Welcome to Pentecost. Welcome to Pentecost as we come in the power of the Spirit of God on this day that the Church celebrates the gift of the Holy Spirit, also the day that we celebrate the birth of the Church, according to the book of the Acts of the Apostles, that account as we read from the reading this morning, it marks the birth of the Church and hence we can join with others, with the body of Christ, to celebrate and say, Happy birthday to the church. And we are proud, we are happy to be part of that community, the body of Christ, that is based on Christ's commandment of love. That is the church. So it is our joy today on Pentecost Day, this Sunday morning, afternoon, whatever time. As I know, different people are following us from different places, and at different times. But for this day, we want to explore on what the Holy Spirit does. But for me, as we celebrate the coming of the Holy Spirit, so what does the Holy Spirit do? According to the theme that I suggested and I, I, I thought to bring for us today, you know, hope for the hopeless. So the Holy Spirit, what he does, I'll say what he does because he is a person. So what he does, he gives hope to the hopeless. So we are going to explore as we look uh, from the passage in the Old Testament from uh, the book of Ezekiel. What does the Spirit do? What does the Spirit do? Because in our joy, in this celebration, to say the Spirit has come down. So we should open our hearts and our minds to receive the Holy Spirit. But for me still the question is, what does he do when he comes to be part of us, to be among us? What does the Spirit, what does the Holy Spirit do? From the passage we read from Ezekiel, where in this vision, God shows Ezekiel, the prophet, you know, a valley of dry bones. In this vision, Ezekiel sees a valley of dry bones. And in this vision, it is actually symbolizing the state of the nation of Israel. Because all this is prophetic. Ezekiel is prophesying into the state of Israel. By this time, Israel had been under captivity, you know, of Babylon. And so the state of affairs was not so good for the people called Israelites, for the Jewish people. They are a people who had been taken away from their homeland in Jerusalem. So we are thinking and talking of a people who have lost their homeland. They are away from home. They have lost the temple. And for them, the temple was at the heart of everything in their life. That was the center of worship. That was the place where they would meet with God in the sanctuary, in the temple in Jerusalem. So they had lost all that. So by this time, as Ezekiel is prophesying, 
The image is that where these dry bones, this valley of dry bones is symbolic. Because we heard from the message. I like how the message presents that the, the dryness of these bones, they were like bleached you know, in the sun. A complete sign that there was never to be life in these bones. They were dry. And indeed, they were so dry. It was all dryness. So, in this state of Israel, it's like there are a people who are really hopeless. They had nothing to hope for again. They had lost everything. They had been stripped off their identity, stripped off their dignity as a nation and as a, as a people of God. So they are in this situation of hopelessness. But I'm asking the question, what does the spirit do? He is the spirit of power as illustrated there. So I was saying to my friend John, see, what we see there is the dunamis, the power. So he is the spirit of power. The spirit of God that transforms, that can bring change. In Ezekiel, we see the spirit in action. Where God asks to, uh, no, Ezekiel, so what do you think of these bones? Ezekiel simply says, Lord, you know. Lord, you know. You know what can happen. So what we want to say on this day of Pentecost, we are talking that we are receiving the, that gift of the spirit of power. The spirit that can change. The spirit that can transform. In this passage of Ezekiel, the spirit that gives life. Amen. The spirit that gives life. The dry bones. It was all dryness. Dry. But dry. There was no hope. And I'm saying maybe I don't know. For anyone who would be in a situation like that, where Israel just considered themselves to be a defeated people, a defeated nation, nothing more to hope for. But Ezekiel says, I mean, God says, now prophesy to these dry bones. Now prophesy. And when God's, when God's word was just, you know, uh, prophesied and uttered, then the spirit of God, you know, came down came down and filled those dry bones. And we hear there was rattling all over. There was rattling. Bone going to connect to another bone. Bone connecting to bone. And immediately there, there, there was life. God breathed the spirit and there was life. What does the spirit do? In situations of hopelessness, like the state in which Israel was as a nation, they had lost all hope. There was, they were in a situation where they said to themselves, we are no longer a people. Maybe sometimes we get there. Hopelessness. Sometimes we get there. In those situations and moments when we feel we are defeated. When we feel we have to throw everything away. We need you know, the spirit of God. Because you know what? In those moments when God steps into those situations, he will speak he will speak life. So I'm, I want to encourage somebody to say, when we are in those moments, when we feel defeated, my friend, my brother and sister, I want to say to you that God, as long as God steps into that situation, he will speak life. And we hear that then a vast army was raised. 
there was life. There were people raised, once again, walking on their feet. Raised into a new life. That's what the Spirit does. The Holy Spirit of God. So, that's according to Ezekiel. The Spirit, when he comes, he gives life. He transforms. He changes things. And John's understanding, the gospel, John's understanding of the Spirit. So, the passage we read this morning, John 16. We are looking at John's understanding in which the account is about, praise the Lord, yes, of course, praise the Lord. The account here is about Jesus' final or farewell discourse in John 16. Jesus is like saying to his guys, to his disciples, his followers, now friends, it's about time for me to go away. And so what he observes, actually this narrative or account begins from John chapter 14, to be precise, because this, this, this discourse, the farewell, begins in John chapter 14. But in this narrative, Jesus observes sadness, you know, gripping his followers. They are filled with sorrow to know that their leader, their master, their teacher is about to go. Their teacher is about to go. So I'm, I'm talking about a situation of, of sorrow. The apostles, the disciples, the followers were filled with sorrow that their master was about to go. What does the spirit do when he comes? So Jesus says to them in a word of assuring, friends, my going will be to your advantage. Let me go. I would rather go because you know what? If I go, my father will send the Holy Spirit. Who will come to be, I like how you know, John um, presents this. He's talking of the counselor. He talks of the helper. The Holy Spirit will be your advocate. So that's the role of the Holy Spirit. I want to talk again about the moments of sadness. Our moments of sorrow. We know what we, what we encounter, what we experience in this world world filled with confusion, world filled with conflict. Nations are at war. It's sorrow, it's sadness, it's hating, it's pain. We talk of diseases, COVID-19. You and me, we know what it has done to our people. As we continue to mourn the loss of our friends and beloved ones, we talk of diseases, cancer, it, you know, numerous diseases. We are in pain. We are in sorrow. And Jesus comes into, into those situations to say, you know what? My Father will send the Holy Spirit who will come to be your helper, who will come to be your counselor in those times because Jesus knows that we will go through those times. So as he was talking to his disciples, to his followers in John chapter 16, he knows that they were going to experience persecution. He knew that they were going to encounter troubled times and hardships. So he is preparing them to say, my father will send the Holy Spirit to comfort you. Friends, I just want to say to all of us today that the Spirit searches everything. 
and will show us what is right. Because I am certain that we live in a world where even the leaders of the world, they will ignore. They will ignore people who are struggling with poverty. They will ignore even issues of, you know, injustice. They will ignore abuse. They will ignore people who, who have no, who are homeless. But when the Spirit comes, He will show us what is wrong and right. He will remind us to take, to be responsible, to live according to the ways of love and peace and righteousness, according to God's standards. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. So let us also take, go away from this space of worship, knowing and believing and understanding that we are also part of those witnesses, to witness to the power of the Holy Spirit. That when he comes, when he is part of us, we may not be able to see him with our own eyes, but definitely we can see his actions. The actions of mercy, the actions of kindness, the actions of no love, that are all driven by the power of the Spirit. So, as we battle, I don't know about you, but some of us, as we battle with troubles in this world, I want to pray, I want to pray to God that may the Holy Spirit of the Lord fall afresh on us in those moments and times. In all our struggles, in our sorrow, in our sadness, may the Holy Spirit fall afresh on us, revive us, fill us with a new hope to be able to step into the future, to be able to face today and tomorrow's challenges in his power. Because I want to assure you, I, I, I can vouch you for this, that God is able to step into those situations and speak to your impossible situations. I know, someone say, ah, my, my situation is now impossible. But just think of the dry bones that God gave new life. Just think of what happened in Acts. That when they felt defeated, but as long as soon, the moment the Holy Spirit came down, they came out a new people with power, with boldness, with courage, even to face the world. So friends, let us go. Let us go out into the world, into the community, in the power of the Holy Spirit. Because we know that we serve a God who is powerful.